I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Welcome back to Oops, the Podcast. I am Julio, sitting with old Francis. I'm a little ruffled. My feathers are ruffled. Old Francis, ruffled feather Francis. I've got the hackles up. <laughs> you ever see a dog with its hackles up? No, it's a... You know, it, the fur on its back oh, or neck funny. when it's it's sort of like on guard that <laughs> rises and you can tell that it's ready to rock, ready to throw hands, paws, ready to throw paws. What is it called when your feathers are actually coming out? Isn't there a word for that? Uh... Uh, depluming, <laughs> plumage, perhaps, perhaps plumage leakage. I don't know, mm. dude. I went to one of the best dinners I've ever had in my life last night. Ooh, I had, and I I had been to some version of this a few times, not many, but a few at other places that are supposed to be very good as well. Okay, tell us already. We're excited, dude. Fucking full on omakase, best oh, one on the menu. My God, and it was so fucking fantastic. So a real fancy omakase? Like really fancy omakase and the best option at that fancy omakase place. Can you tell us the name of the restaurant? Yeah, it's called uh, Sushi Yasuda. Where is it? 43rd and uh, 43rd and 3rd. It's amazing how popular sushi is in America. Yeah, yeah. It's really popular. It really is. And uh, uh, especially in New York, I mean you could you, it's it's consistently the case that you know, the top 10 restaurants in New York, like two or three of them are Japanese restaurants. Right. It's not surprising. And so Hillary treated me, <gasps> oh, which is even be better. Nice. And it, it was the result of her having done something very good at work. Yeah. I, I don't want to say exceptional. I don't want to embarrass her, but she was being excellent. And because of that, they were like, you get to go have dinner wherever and bring someone. So I just showed up the stupid, lucky fucking. You know, guy in the right place at the right time. Yeah, yeah. And had an absolute feast. It was incredible. We had a great time. And it was one of those things where I just felt super lucky, dude. You were the queen for the day. I would never spend that much money on myself for dinner. Do you know what the bill came out to? Yeah, I don't want to toss her under the bus, but it's the most expensive dinner I've ever been to. Come on. Yeah. And I really don't need to get in, into the details. Uh, because was I was it, being treated. Was wanna... it over $400 a person? Highly likely that... Uh, well, okay. Oh, no. Not, <laughs> That's all I need not to per, know. Maybe not per person, to be honest. But total, yes. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. we can leave it at that. Okay. that. I just gave a very specific range for what it could be. I'm surprised to hear you say that, because no joke, when you took us to Crown Shy, I would have thought that that was... And that's probably... That was, that was probably close for me to being one of the most expensive dinners it was expensive i think but i to be honest i forget how much it was and i look at julio not even looking at the bill i think that per person though i think that this was more expensive julio is the type of guy who the waiter's like uh are you ready for your check and he just hands him his credit card without Without even looking looking at the bill here just take this i trust you (laughs) i trust that you're not gonna fumble around and, and add things twice not to beat a dead horse, but in that situation, if it's one of my boys' special night, I'd rather have them make a mistake that makes me overpay than have me have to double check to like make anybody feel any sort of uncomfortable way. Okay. But if someone, if they added a mistake item twice, 
you've got to get that off. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anything. Are you? Are you? What are you, P. Diddy? I might call the next day, but dude, if it's like a hundred dollar mistake, it's fine. Huh? In that situation, if it's just me, dude, forget about it. Like, if I'm at fucking Sweet Green and they don't put enough grilled chicken in there, I'm like, can you put some more fucking grilled chicken? I just paid three twenty five extra for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can be selectively. A pain in the ass. Did I tell you that when I went to that really nice hotel for that wedding in Puerto Rico, on the way out, I checked the itemized receipt and there was a resort fee every day of $100. I told you this. Yeah, I think so. There was a resort fee of $100 every single day. And the what what constituted the resort, what what would cause the resort fee to kick in. There were like five or six different things was like if you use the tennis courts, if you you know, play golf, or if you do this, or if you if you drink any of the complimentary right. <laughs> fucking All the stuff. rum, oh, and it's like you know Towels, complimentary chairs. or whatever. And on the on the one of the days we didn't do any of those things, and I said that to them, they were like, "All right, we'll have that removed." Oh wow! Really? And on the way out to have a one hundred dollar item removed from the bill, nice. I skipped. To the airport. Yeah. Dude, I mean, when you get that hotel bill after a weekend at a resort, I sit down with it for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Because I want to understand everything. And, and and I'm not doing this in front of other people. You know, I'm not. But dude, like they will, like we were supposed to have had a 15% credit to be applied specifically to things. And they didn't put that on there. Mm, mm. And they told me it would be put on there. And I checked and it had not been. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, and I don't even think they're doing it on purpose. Just inevitably when there are that many moving parts, they're going to forget to like do things the right way for you sometimes sure. you got to check yeah well that's great man so so you got treated um to a really nice um i haven't done an omakase in a long long time you know i think part of the reason is there's always some stuff on there that's a little deep cut a little too alternative like for what me. you know the, i wouldn't even know because it's stuff i've never heard of they present you know here's the uh the the foreskin of a scallop. <laughs> uh, this is uh, native to the islands off of uh, Tokyo. Okay. Uh, uh, the things that I tend to not like, but in an omakase setting, they tend to be much better and good. But like, for example, sardine was one of the pieces, which yeah. is like something that who know who likes sardines, dude. Nobody. Apparently, they're very good for you. I've heard that too. They're like one of the healthiest fish for you, right? Isn't that interesting? I know. So anyway, but this piece was great. The salmon roe can throw me off a little bit. The like eggs, the, like. Are you an uni guy? Big time. I like uni. Unless you can get fucked on an uni because you might just get like a really briny piece and like there's nothing you can really do about it. Mm. So I find uni can be hit or miss, but the uni last night was absolutely fucking exciting. I like uni a lot. Sierra can't eat it. Dude, so my parent, my mom's, like my grandmother used to just make it. Like, because where they lived in Italy, there were sea urchins everywhere, and they would get them and cook and make pasta with them. And, like... Just go wait around in the ocean with some metal shoes Right, on. I know. But, dude, so this is shit that's, like, a... De- well, they wouldn't catch them themselves, but, like, they had them at the markets. Gloves and- with some... I don't even know. But, dude, it's just crazy how, like... The- <laughs> Thanos glove to pick those sea urchins out of the water. But, dude, it's one of those things where, like, occasionally something that you just could be accustomed to is actually some fancy-schmancy thing. Like, I went to St. Bart's once, and... There was a restaurant that would make sea urchin pasta, but you had to request it. You had to go and request it in the morning. Wow. Because they would have to specially get them and then make it. And it was like insanely expensive. And I was like, oh, dude, like, yeah. My grandma would just fucking cut these up in the bathtub. Let me tell you something. Little word of advice to anyone listening. If there is ever a restaurant 
that you go to where there's that fine print on the menu that says this must be ordered, you know, 24 hours in advance or it must be like, let us know if that's what you want. Do it. Yeah, that's true. Okay? If there's ever a souffle on the dessert menu which you've got to order before the end of dinner because it takes 25 minutes right. to make or you gotta whatever, you got to do it. Anything that requires extra time so or requires that the chef run down to the, you know, <laughs> sea urchin farm to right. clunk around in there, that's that stuff is typically uh, a, a real treat. Totally would, would be my piece of advice. Absolutely. And even paella. Mm. Usually they require extra time, which best eaten with a spoon. Paella. <laughs> they serve it with a spoon. Chris, can you hand me my cowboy hat? I feel like wearing it, please. <laughs> I feel like it's hat. T- it's a hat day. Hat day. I just feel like I'm ready to really ride into this weekend. Dude, I love it, man. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. You seen this hat before? Yeah. You've seen this lid. I know right? the story, too. It's a good one. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast... Fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize so you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running it's really exciting really spectacular if you want to start your very own podcast anchor.fm download it now speaking of stories that i haven't fucking heard francis and and, and forgive me if we heard this and somehow i happen to zone it out and not hear it i find that extremely unlikely but francis had an, an an old update about the his small claim that he was filing against his landlord. Yeah, not so small to me. Not so small, but you know, small enough that it it goes under the small claims category. That's right. Yeah. Um, and there was something that you kind of mentioned casually, thinking that you had told me, and you, I thought you hadn't, but I would like. Right. To so I, you know, people have asked me at times for an update on what's happening with uh, me suing my old landlord to re- get my security deposit back, and you know. As I've learned, when you file that thing in small claims court, it takes months and months and months before you ever end up in small claims court, which can be frustrating. And during that time, I think they're probably hoping that you and the person will just like sort it out yourselves. But um, out of nowhere, and again, I feel like I've told this story, but I, so, okay, I got a phone call from the people's court the tv show that is on at like i don't know 11 a.m um and it was a producer from the show who said that they had found my filing in the stack of small claims motions or or you know filings and wanted to know if i would be willing to sort out my case on the people's court <laughs> this is what they do this is where they get their cases from that's crazy and first of all i was like why is the why is the small claims court office giving a tv show access to these claims i mean that seems like some kind of violation of privacy but yeah, okay yeah. um and then secondly 
I was 100% on board. <laughs> okay. Obviously. Oh my god. I would there what could possibly be a cooler way I know. to elevate this thing that I've now used as entertainment, me suing my old landlord then and, to sorry, sorry. Yeah, then to then to have then to sort it out on TV. Dude, literally. And not to mention that that completely solves the problem of everybody wishing they could be there. Yes. <laughs> Everybody's being like, oh, when's it going to be? Can we, can we come? Is yeah. there going to be a stream? Yeah. It would have like been, there might've been, it would have been super, super fun. Um, I think it, they film it out in Stanford, Connecticut. And then even if you just show up, even if you lose, they give you like 500 bucks or something. Oh, great. So you, you, you get something, you represent yourself. And they were, they, she had to tell me, she was like, it's a real ruling. It holds up, you know, because I'm sure they're so accustomed to people being like, is this real? Isn't that just a joke? Right, <laughs> like, right, right. But they're like, yeah, this is real legal stuff. The judge is a real judge, you know, real plaintiffs, whatever. Um, <laughs> but the problem is that both parties have to be on board. Uh, and I knew in all likelihood that the uh, my old landlord was not going to want to. Yeah. <laughs> show up to Stanford, Connecticut to sort this out on TV. So I emailed him with just a total, you know, Hail Mary and was like, hey, you know, it could take months for this to develop. And I know you don't want it hanging over your head, but I got a call from the people's court and they were wondering <laughs> if we might be interested in sorting it out. And if we do, we'll have it sorted in the next, you know, month. Uh, we'll be on the show in, within a month. And he emailed me back and was like, respectfully, we'll pass. <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured. I'm impressed that you guys have been able to kind of uh, maintain sort of like pleasant communication. Yeah, look, I mean, not for nothing. The guy who I know from from that group, the sort of head guy is a, a gentleman. Mm -hmm. um, and he's a classy dude. And I think he's very, very successful. And uh, but he's also principled. And he believes that he is right and i am pretty certain that i'm right and it's just it, i i think that he did not expect to be dealing with a comedian who would have no reason to settle because it's entertaining <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Yes. Like any normal, any going. rational person I didn't know where you were would going. have, except he's offered at this point small fractions of the security deposit back to just get this done with. Right. And it's certainly not an amount of money that I suspect will move the needle one way or another mm -hmm. for him. Mm -hmm. um, and he probably thinks it's the same thing for me. He's probably like, this guy, it's not about the money, whatever. So, or like if I offer you the, you know, this amount, why wouldn't, why wouldn't he take this? Mm -hmm. Well, the reason is that it's funny. Dude, that's so funny. Is that it's funny because I'm a comedian and I'm using it to talk about it on the podcast and I'm talking about it on the Patreon and all that. So that's so funny. I have no reason not, I, I, I want this to end in the most dramatic way possible, <laughs> which to me would have been the people's court. Right, <laughs> that would have been great. And there was no way. I, I mean, short of me, even if I'd said like, "Look, even if I win the whole amount back, I'll just give it to you. Just let us do it." 
I don't think he would have, you know, his reputation's on the line. He has no interest in. Well, dude, it's just funny to hear you, you know, obviously he's been polite and a gentleman, but like the things that they tried to do are anything but that, you know, like very deceptive bullshit bully. I have leverage moves that are really fucking annoying. So for me, if I were you, I would fight it just because I hated the idea of someone trying to fuck me so hard. Um, like it's not even funny to me. Yes, yes, like, yes. That, like it that's, upsets me. That's that's definitely an element of it. You know, yeah. I, I I also I have corresponded with, as I've said, a real estate agent who's very aware of tenant law, and he's just been so like a, astonished right. that they're not aware or or reading the law and that I'm sending them. And being like, they they must know they have no case. I'm excited for you to win. But the thing is, is I just have no idea what the hell's going on. I don't know why. I don't know how long it's going to take. Right. They told me that it would probably not happen before the end of the year. And that's certainly seeming to come to fruition. Dude, <laughs> you t- talking about this with this hat on. It's cracking me up, dude. Let me ask you something. <laughs> Do you wish that the, the brim were curved upwards like a true cowboy hat? Not really. You like this way? Yeah. I don't think it really looks that good on me, but I don't care. No, I think it does. And I think you wear it in a way that I like better than the average person who would wear a hat like that. I feel like um, a, a character out of a Tintin book. <laughs> or maybe the man in the in the yellow suit from Curious George. Oh, that's That's funny. who I think that of. That too. But dude, that's like a trendy, it's like a trendy hat. Is know. it? Whatever. Uh, dude, speaking of trends... If you guys are looking for a good gift for this holiday season, Skylight Frames. Oh, yeah. I'd love to be featured. My, have this picture of me up on my yeah. Skylight Frames. It's a really easy, interactive way uh, to create a place to display your memories in your home. Yeah, it's a digital photo frame, but you can upload the photos and change the photos in the frame through your computer, through your app, anything. It's 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 instant and you can have a great variety and a quick variety of photographs. Yeah, it's really it's really easy to use and there won't be too bad of a learning curve for your sort of like technologically inclined parents. Anybody can figure it out. It's mm-hmm. super simple. Mm-hmm. Uh has a really black uh, a really nice black frame with white mat. Uh so it looks like a real photo frame that adds a beautiful touch to your home and uh like Francis had mentioned, multiple people can send photos to the frame, so it's a great way Keep large networks of friends and families in touch. Cool. Uh, so if you guys want to check it out as a special offer right now, you can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code OOPS. That's right. You get $10 off uh, your purchase of a Skylight Frame. Just go to skylightframe.com, enter code OOPS, spelled S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com, promo code OOPS. You know, that seems like a pretty good thing for you to use as a prank. One of your pranks, you get the you get access to someone else's skylight frame in their apartment. That is good, and then you just start uploading pictures of like your butt cheeks or something. That is good. That is to their apartment. I can see you doing that. Send me one too, Mm -hmm. Um, dude. I love it. Good shit, Um, dude. So I gotta say, this new song came out by the weekend with uh, Rosalia, who's like maybe my favorite artist at the moment i don't know who that is voice of a fucking angel dude i will i will watch her and be like i wish i could do that Mm. i wish i could be a woman who sang that beautifully Mm. i don't Mm. think any man could possibly sing that beautifully yeah sorry if that's sexist but dude anyway the weekend sings in (laughs) what is it not i don't think so the weekend sings in spanish 
Oh, that's cool. And it's the best non-Spanish guy singing in Spanish I've ever heard. Really? Like, you know how they'll do that? Like, Drake did a song with Bad Bunny where he sang in Spanish. He was pretty good. Will Smith did one. Like, people will do that. The weekend, by far, it's completely passable. Really? The song's called La Fama. Check it out and let me know what you think. That's cool. Do you ever have any desire to learn another language? Very much, yeah. Which one would you learn? I mean, I'm pretty familiar with a couple languages where I would be, I feel like I would be able to learn it if I put in the time. Mm-hmm. I think Italian would come back to me pretty easy and French I'm, I'm pretty familiar with. Then I think I could get it if I spent the time, and, but I just don't think it's ever going to happen. I have, a, I have a little bit of an annoying take. What? As somebody who truly became fluent in another language, French, mm-hmm. it's amazing how many people assume how easy it is. Assume that it's easy. Or overstate their... So you think I'm They're, overstating? I'm not necessarily saying you. I'm just saying in general, right. the amount of people who say like when you when you you know we talk about other languages and people say like, well, yeah, my Spanish is pretty good. I'm pretty conversational. Mm-hmm. I understand. I, I understand everything, but I don't speak right. it that well. Yeah, or, that's not speaking. It's like let me tell you something. That person is not even fucking close. Right. Right. To fluent or conversational. Right. I guarantee you they they can understand like a couple things. Fifth grade Spanish. So I, I agree with that and I'm very aware of that and I very purposely do not overstate any of my abilities when it comes to other languages yeah. because of that. Because it's 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 really cringe. People do it. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you're trash. I it took me years sure. of total immersion. Right. You have to like and be returning there. Yeah. at a young age. To get to the point where I could jump from, you know, the past conditional to the subjunctive to like, and knowing when to invoke moods and, and ask questions with the right inflection and speak a more native French than just like academic learned right, French right. in America. Right. And, and, um, many steps. And now I would no longer even claim it. Like I've, I've, I have not been enough lately or, you know, I, in order for me to retain, re, re, sort of regain my fluency, I would it. have to go for a year, right? A full year, right? To go back to France. Totally, at this point. totally, dude. Um, and um, and it's like what you know. We're also. I, I I I wonder about it. I think I think English is like the easiest language for people to learn. Really, I've I hear that that's not true at all. Like, there's things about America about English that don't make sense. Like a yeah. lot of rule defying. Like I heard that it's but like we the don't hardest. have we don't have gendered words. That's true. That's true. But like there are words that like defy every single rule where like yeah. other languages don't have. That. We have a lot of irregular verbs. Yes. And just like words where it's like spelled the same way but pronounced differently and shit. Well, and the other thing too is English is a, a Germanic language, whereas all those romance languages are yeah. Latin based, right. right? So there's a lot of crossover there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, English is a little hmm. I don't know. For some reason, most of the people I've met in other countries who have a decent grasp of English have told me it was easy for them. English was an easy language to learn, Interesting. and they certainly think it's easier to learn than like Italian, French, really, or Spanish. Interesting. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I've heard other things, and from people who teach, it, who have like taught English to non-English speakers. Obviously, who else would be learning that? But that they found it really hard than when they had learned other languages. Like if English was to be their third language or something. When you were growing up, 
Did you have an idea in your head about the type of woman you would marry someday? Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Did you have any ideas that were preposterous? Probably. I like, don't remember them, but I'm sure they made no sense. Like, it, the only thing that I think of is like when you try to plan the house you want when you're a kid. It's like stupid. Like you had a planning like an amusement park. Yeah. The water slide is going to be in the out of the bedroom yeah. and right into the pool. Yeah, that, I think I said that before. Yeah, yeah. like like uh, yeah. So I don't I don't put any. Like, it's hard to know when you don't actually do it. Which, but not. I, I'm willing. I'm down to move on from this. But there's no, we don't have to move on. There's something annoying about somebody telling you how easy it is to do something that they've never done. Like somebody who isn't in shape being like, Oh, it's easy to like get in shape. All, all, if I was willing to like eat healthy, yeah. it's the same thing as people saying they could learn a language. Agreed. Agreed. And unless you have like a good grasp, like, you know, I spent a lot of time in Italy when I was a little kid. And I would say that at that time my, I was pretty good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I would not claim that now and whatever, but it's annoying to hear people. Like I've heard friends of mine be like, Dude, if I had just started playing tennis when I was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would be, I would be on like, you know, like I, as if like Roger Federer has literally put in the most time on a tennis court and it just does not work that way. I'm everyone, like, dude, I hate to break it to you. Everyone, yeah. It's agreed. people that I used to teach too. Who I'm like, dude, you do not have an athletic bone in your fucking body. Right. You are trash, period. Everyone has a totally <laughs> inflated sense of, of their own talent. I would say a lot of people do. And dude, know? it used to insult me too when like I would especially when I was teaching tennis, these kids who had not yet applied to college talking about how, where I went to school was their safety school and shit. And then they people would say that. And then you? they didn't even end up getting in. Most of these people ended up getting rejected. People would tell you that BU was their safety school. Yes. Like city kids. That being like, is so bad. And let, listen, that's fine. If that ends up being true, but when it's not true and then we end up talking about it again, don't start telling me how hard it's gotten to get in there. It was yeah. hard then too, you fucking dumbass. Well, try try this on for size. Um, what I <laughs> what I got a lot when I had got just gotten into Harvard was that every I, people would say, like really mean people would be like, you, the only reason you got in is because of your dad. Oh wow, my my dad Did had nothing. no connection. I was the first person in my family of of any lineage generations back to go. And nobody in my family has ever given a dime yeah. to the school. Now, I'm See, not. I'm, I would think people would have said sports also. Well, that's which fine. must have been annoying that's, too, though. But that's true. Okay. Like if so, people were like, "You're only getting in for lacrosse," I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's true. That, that was a huge piece of it." Of course, but every person getting into Harvard is getting in for some other exceptional thing. What, whatever it is, you know. I guess my like the the, the, the fact that people just and the, what they're doing. What they're doing, Julio, is they're <laughs> providing the reasons for why they would not have gotten in Correct. or why Correct. they, Correct. you know, Correct. Uh, are not in shape or why they're yes. not good at tennis or, the, you know, don't talk about what you could have done. The reasons people do things is be the reason people accomplish things is because they have done them. Yeah, they did it. You can't speculate about how you would have and could have and poo pooing things that you never did just because you feel like shit about yourself. Guys, just a reminder that if you're looking to do some smoking, we think you should be smoking dad grass, smokable hemp, hundred percent legal. It's incredible. It allows you to just fully enjoy the ritual of smoking without getting super duper high. That's it. I'm holding some mom grass in my hand here. They have dad grass. They have mom grass. 
It's fantastic. And you, and for me, I just love the ritual of having like a relaxing smoke sesh without then having to doubt everything I've done in my entire life 20 <laughs> minutes later. <laughs> We're big fans. It's, uh, it's, it's the best CBD delivery system I've found. Uh, and it is exactly the experience of, you know, what, what you, the big joint, but uh, without sending you to another planet. Yeah, it's amazing. There's uh, less than 0.3% THC uh, in uh, the products. And you know what? Hemp is hipper, guys. Uh, Daggrass is completely legal, organic, smokable hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. They're 100% organic pre-roll joints are very low in THC, like I said, and high in CBD, so you can enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. It's such a wonderful thing. So right now, Daggrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash oops. That's dadgrass.com slash oops for 20% off your order. That's dadgrass.com slash oops. Okay. Having said all of that, <laughs> what is something that you would say you could have done, but you never did? Oh, man. Like if you had actually, you know, something that if you'd said, I wanted to do this, I could have done it. I don't do that. Because of this. Have, have some fun with okay, it. Okay, if we're going to have some fun. Let's I've, just totally negate that whole okay, point we okay, just made. Okay, I would have, I, I would, I would have been, but I, but to our point just now, I was not because I couldn't, right? If I would have, I could have. Or if there would have to have been some fundamental difference with the way that I approached my life in order for this to have been different. Mm -hmm. But when I was in college, I was not in as good of shape as I should have been as a tennis player. And by the time I started getting there, it was too late. So by the end of my senior year, I was playing number one. I was playing well, like, and I was still, I was still overweight. I was still like 10 or 15 pounds overweight. And when I was like in my twenties and I was in like my peak physical form, if I had been able to be that when I was in college, I would have been way better. And that's a regret. That's something that I regret. Uh huh. I'm like, Ooh, I just, did, I was never able to get it together enough. Okay. What about, what about something that you never did at all? Uh, something as crazy as like if I had if I I think I could have been a really good figure skater. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Sometimes I think about it when I see my friends who have like really good jobs and make a lot of money. And as I'm starting to have the thought, man, I could have. Then I'm like, dude, you would not. You wouldn't have been able to. That's that's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting because I fundamentally know I could not have done those yeah. things. I tried and failed. Right, right, right. And I I try to have and then sometimes I'm like, wow. Well, if I knew more about this. If I knew about internships and how important all that shit is, like you'd think that my dad would have been like, dude, you need to do internships. Mm -hmm. You know, I wasn't set on being a comic when I was in college. I wanted to have a real job. No one was like, dude, you need to. Right. You'd think that my dad of all people would know that. And I just, I like wasn't tapped into like the upper echelons of sort of like academic society where it's like, oh, you get a head start on this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I could have done better in school. I, I don't fucking know. I don't know. What, what else do you got for this kind of shit? Well, I have a slightly different answer. Mm. I'm very confident that I would have been a good teacher. Oh, well, you were. You were. And, I, I, and not just that I would have been good at it, but that I would have really enjoyed it. And see, and, and I, but that you, I would have been happy teaching. You literally used to teach. I did on a very, on, you know, I tutored. That's teaching. Fine, but I think not to, being a teacher. I, I think to have taught at a, a boarding school, or maybe I loved like seventh and eighth grade kids. Mm. They're not shitty yet, and mm -hmm. yet they're smart enough that the material 
you can still present it in an interesting way to yourself mm-hmm. and find new ways to teach it, you know? Right. Um, You'd have been Mr. Ellis. Everyone loves yeah. Mr. Ellis. I would have been cool. I would have been yeah. like, I coached the basketball team. Yeah. You know, yeah, uh, whatever, the lacrosse team probably too. Maybe there's, I guess, but you know what's funny is, and it's very similar to that Bill Burr joke where he said that rollerblading is really fun and then one homophobic joke killed it for everybody. You know, <laughs> yeah. the, the hardest part about rollerblading is telling your parents you're gay. <laughs> like all it took was for the, someone to say that joke and then everyone stopped rollerblading. That's funny. Um, and for me, the day that I heard that saying, those who can't do. Oh, my God. Teach. Oh, my God. The uh, the idea of teaching was off the board. Oh, wow. How tragic oh. is that? It's, it is, it is, but it's also not because, dude, like it, it applies to like acting class sometimes, right? Like your no, acting teacher I, can be a fucking I, dickhead and like what have they done? But, dude, what are you going to do? Are you going to history? I would have, you know what I mean? You could teach history. What do you, what is, I don't see how that. I think tragically that we view teachers in this country as people who didn't try hard enough. It's like a default job. I don't think that has to be the case, but I agree with you that that exists enough that I could see why it could get under one skin. In Korea, teachers are celebrities. There are a lot of teachers that make fuck you money over there if they're good and And you can there's real incentive whereas here you teach middle school high school whatever i mean you're you're capped people always joke that's not much money people always joke that that's how it should be you know there's always that like meme of like if firefighters and teachers made as much as and then they'll show like some reality star or something i don't know i feel like i've seen that yeah floating around yeah i mean i mean we just don't there's no there's no and then and then there's all this stuff about like how strong teachers unions are and teachers have it too right. too easy and they only work well you get three months off at summer and two months off two weeks off That's at nice. Christmas yeah all that is nice but at the same time you know it's and in in it, you can't overstate how important teaching is right right you're 100%. improving the country totally. Uh, you're uh, every year and if we i i do believe that if we if we didn't sort of turn our nose up at teaching as a profession uh then more more talented people would flock to that especially if there were more money in it Mm -hmm. i did not go into teaching which i fundamentally believe some part of me believes that that was my calling Mm -hmm. like to teach English to seventh and eighth graders. And listen, I think it's like a choice though. You know what I mean? I I felt like I had very, some very talented teachers who were very bright. Yeah, but, but all of them, but America, I know. And I would have been better off if I had done that instead of doing what I do. So you think that you would have been such a great teacher that America would have been better off with you as a teacher. Maybe that's a ridiculous thing to say. That is a that that now we're getting back to the original problem, which is like I'm overestimating my value and ability in something I never did. I think that you would have I it seems to me, given all I know about you, that you would have indeed been a great teacher. And you know, but you know, I, I so But I, isn't it isn't it tragic that I that I couldn't even consider it because I 
I worried so much what people thought of you. My friends' opinions of me would be maybe. And 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 you know you, you even even going into comedy that the fact that I would hear things like imagine going to Harvard only to become a comedian. You know, imagine what do your parents think of the fact that they paid for your college, you to go to Harvard, and then and now this is what you're doing. I know, but dude, you're and so like, superior to anyone who would say that. Well, fine, whatever, uh, fine, fine, fine. But but that's with comedy. But like, I knew that that would be the case. It's funny that with you teaching. Ju- it's too. funny that you just ended up in like an equally like you ended up in the, like a situation where take teacher out of the conversation and just place comedian in it. Yes, but the, the, the same but sentence. the ceiling for comedian is so so That's much true. higher. There's more hope. You can you can win universal respect right. and make millions of right, dollars right. in comedy. You, s- you simply can. cannot do that. You can as a teacher. As a teacher. Yeah. Well, dude, it's funny. I, I didn't realize that's what you had meant by that. I think I would have been a good shrink, dude. Maybe. I would say that that is probably the number one answer that a lot of people uh, would use about me. No, no, about uh, what themselves. And I know, and I'm aware of that, which makes me feel like a hack for saying it. No, but I don't. I don't think necessarily. I think I don't. I don't really know what makes a, a great, successful psychiatrist, psychologist versus someone who's right going through the motion. So and I bet that psychologists hate hearing this the way the comedians do. Like, oh, you can use it in your act. I bet people say to them, oh, I could have been a psychologist. All my friends come to me for advice. Yeah, yes, that's probably I'm a like, good. I'm a good listener. Yeah, that's it's probably like, like, no, like you the fucking thing. aren't. You're right. on your phone when I'm trying to tell you about my day. <laughs> I think part of it is because it's something I find kind of interesting. I would feel I would feel rewarded being helpful. I do like listening to people. Um, yeah, but isn't did you you've seen Sopranos, right? Yes. Did Melfi's character make you realize that there is a lot more to that that psychology is very structured? So, and that providing diagnoses and 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 actually framing what's going on and taking certain lines of questioning, it's right. more than just like support, of course, of and course, and patting I, someone's back and handing them a box of Kleenex. Or whatever. So yes, and I, you know, I I'm not. By any and by any means, suggesting that I could just go start being that today. Of course, I yeah. you need training, you need to learn stuff, whatever. Um, I just think it's something that I find intriguing. That I, I, you know, I think I maybe could have been good at. Who knows? I, I have nothing to base that off. Of. I again, but, I'm but, playing devil's advocate. I, I think you would have been good too. I, I just no, think I know, I know, a lot of people think that it's fine. Too. I totally, a hundred percent. Um, and her character showed me though that when being a therapist goes wrong, it really fucking sucks. And like, there must be some people where they're like, oh man, I can't believe I have to deal with this guy today. Like mm. he's such a fucking handful. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And that would be challenging. Yes. I agree with that. I agree with that. You have to, you have to, I mean, <laughs> that makes me then think, you know, like lawyers, another good one. And I think, I think specifically public defender. Oh yeah. I'm great at arguing. Yeah. Like a litigator. But, but for me, you know, public defender is one for you where I not necessarily for me, but it's one that I really admire in in light of what you just said, because you're going in day after day to defend the world's most twisted people a lot of the time. Or the most unfortunate people. If you're a public defender. Sure. That's a especially much more magnanimous way to put it. But uh <laughs> You know, you you're you're people who have murdered their whole family. You have to go in and be, simply because you have such a strong belief in our legal system and right. the fairness of it, you are giving you're doing everything you can to give them a fair shot. Right. Even though it well, you you know this person is a 
is a monster. But that's just defense attorney in general for criminal or whatever. Well, white collar defense. White collar, fine. But like, the, you might be a rich guy who murdered your whole family, and you can hire somebody. Yeah, but I would say that my guess is, and this is, I'm I'm out of my element here. That people who are defending, you know, white collar defense attorneys are they're they're it's not so much the the goodness of their soul and their belief in the constitution it's got that it. they're getting a huge paycheck which then makes it less noble in my mind totally um but i you know to, to that point i think that if you are a public defender and you believe in that i feel like there must be as much of like oh i'm you know assuming you are are you believe in that ideology there must be as many people as you're like, wow, I'm really helping this person who had no other option as there is to be like, oh, this guy's a complete piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully those two things balance you hope, themselves yeah. out. Very quickly though, um, because this is a perfect time to bring this up because the therapists talk. If yeah. you guys are thinking of getting in the chair yourselves, uh, you know, uh, in the, in figuratively speaking, or in reality, uh, we suggest Talkspace. Talkspace. Oh, it's so good. Uh, great. Uh, a great therapy service that you can use uh, from any of your devices that have a screen and a connection. It's the, it's the best app I've seen to, to bring therapy and make it more available to, to more people. And I think it's what a wonderful thing for the world. Yeah. And we know that there's are some stigmas associated with it. Um, sometimes people are afraid or they think that that's some admission that there's something wrong with them. And uh, you know, we both feel that that is not the case. And in general, therapy can be a very healthy thing. Huge proponents who, of therapy. If here. you know you have problems or you don't or whatever, it just helps you be the best you. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why Talkspace is great. You have access to dozens and dozens of therapists, uh, licensed professionals with a private, secure, encrypted connection. Uh, and you have 24-hour, uh, 24-7 messaging service completely available to you. Mm. Uh, so fa- facing those obstacles isn't always easy and you don't win a prize for doing it alone. So go to Talkspace today and join and start moving forward with a single message. Just visit Talkspace.com. Get $100 off your first month when you use promo code OOPS at sign up. That's $100 off at Talkspace.com. Promo code OOPS. I committed a faux pas the other day, and I'm still kind of ashamed. What'd you do? Well, we had our beloved cleaning lady here uh, who, you know, people always, (laughs) this to me is like one of the most privileged things you can say but i feel like rich people are always saying like so and so she's been with us forever oh yeah she's been with us she's been with us yeah she's been with us but in truth our cleaning lady has been with me for eight eight years wow and uh you know every two weeks i see her and i fucking love her (laughs) and she's amazing and uh most wonderful person very very meticulous and uh i admire her deeply and it must be great to be the bearer of good news like when someone sees you they know something good's happening yeah her showing up to be great is just you know i can go away for the day man i'll tell you the way she makes the bed like she does the sheets and whatever the way that she makes the bed getting we call it her name's marta Mm-hmm. And we call it a Marta bed. Like getting that. into a Marta bed is like getting into a Lamborghini. <laughs> the, getting the Marta sheets bed. are five hundred percent tighter than they would be if I had done it. The 
everything is like smooth, perfect, tight, and tucked, and it's a joy to get into the bed that she has has made. It's awesome. Um, so I was I, I I had to run down with her to the ATM to take out some cash to pay her, and as I was out on the street with her, handing her the money, I said, I I hadn't even thought about this, but I said I've got a great TV show recommendation for you made this show made on Netflix mm-hmm. which you and I have talked about I haven't finished it but it's very good and I and she goes okay and instantly it felt like I was recommending this show to her because she's a maid which I was yeah and that feels for someone who has no idea what the show is about that feels condescending because I would never call her a maid. Well, and right. I feel like the term maid is Okay, I understand. is is condescending. The only so the only problem that I have with that is that the show sort of doesn't portray being a quote maid in a favorable light. That saying but but you you were so well-intentioned. Like I'm a comedian. Yeah, but- Everybody tells me to watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's not crazy. Yeah, but okay, imagine um I get what you mean, but I, 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 I just add imagine, okay. To this, all right, I'm gonna make. Guilt. Can I make? Can I make something? Uh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make that comparison. I guess it. Imagine it, it's like recommending this show made to you because you're a maid. Like that to me is. Dude, but people probably is, recommend the flight attendant to every flight attendant. Do you, you know? think? Yes. Again. Fine, but the show made depicts yes a a, a, a struggle a, a woman who's battling poverty yes. and yes. you know the the challenges of balancing being a mother with and it's not glorifying it at all no and yeah. even the name even in the the name itself if 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 the show were called caretaker mm. or or like uh our our house what what's the other term for housekeeper our house if the show were called Housekeeper, it would be less. Yeah, I agree. It probably wasn't the rude best. of probably me. Wasn't the best. You, dude, it's it's fine. Even cleaning lady would be less rude, but made to somebody who is you know uh, in that vocation is on the nose. It's on the nose for me to have done mm-hmm. that. And she was like, "Okay, yeah, I'll check it out or whatever." But she was nonplussed, and I walked away being like, "I should not have fucking done that." Hopefully, she won't watch it. Do you think it's better if she watches it or doesn't? This I would say it's probably better if she doesn't. Really, even though it's a spectacular show, it's for all the reasons we just said. It's just so potentially to to and it may, maybe she'll watch it and and think it's great and hmm. and be like, I hope you see that it's tough what we do or something. I don't fucking know, dude. There's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of ways it could go. What I do know is the reason I haven't gotten through it yet is because by the end of every episode, I need to carry Hillary into bed on a stretcher <laughs> from how hard she's crying. <laughs> uh-huh. So like, we just haven't, she hasn't been necessarily like in the mood to go through such an intense experience. Uh-huh. So I'm like, should we watch made? And then we're like, eh, let's watch something else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that. Um, dude, I feel you sometimes, you know, it's easy to be well-intentioned and then just kind of say something that you're a little self-conscious about. She probably won't f- give a fuck, bro. She's you're probably, right. And she'll probably like it. And I'm sure it's not necessarily offensive because sometimes in this situation, I'm like, fuck, 
is me thinking that this is offensive actually what the offensive thing is? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, because you don't want to be like patronizing or, or not even patronizing, but like you don't want to pity people. Some because sometimes by pitying them, you are saying that for some reason they have some inferior life when in reality they maybe don't feel that way. And secondly, who are you to say that you have a superior life to someone? Like maybe they're actually much happier than you. Like you right. just never really fucking know. You know what right. I mean? Right. So it just can be a sticky ter- territory. I wouldn't feel too bad about it. Okay. Thank you. Um, I don't yeah. anymore. No worries. <laughs> No I'm kidding. Dude, it's all good. Just you go ahead and fire yourself up a cup of joe, man. Ooh, a little Brooklyn Roasting Company? A little BRC. Oh, my God. What a, I could go for one today. <laughs> I could go for a fucking espresso martini. Oh, wow. All right, a little espresso uh, martina never t- Tolova. <laughs> it's that time of the week, dude. It is. People have been asking about my espresso martini recipe, and uh, I guess I'll just... Why don't I just say it right now? Yeah. I like to use a shot of the uh either the 3d or the iris espresso from brooklyn roasting company and then i use uh a measure of the uh kalua and then i do uh like a measure and a half of a nice vodka and then i do a little like half measure almost like a dash of um oat milk and then i shake all that up over ice in a, a you know mixing thing and then uh pour that into a chilled martini glass and then i'll take two or three beans of the iris espresso nice or the 3d touch. espresso and just sprinkle those right over the top and that is my espresso martini recipe lovely how lovely mm. anyway go to brooklyn roasting company uh dot com oops beans yeah that's our code five percent off your order best coffee in the game it really Lo- is lots of good stuff um go get yourself some um all right dude let's fucking fire up some emails this i thought Ooh, was a pretty funny emails one. please um okay so this so this email by the way th- this person sent a follow-up email to say that they were 17 years old <laughs> which i think is funnier to say at the beginning cool good um okay <laughs> So he goes, how's it going? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, me and my friends were talking about how much we would charge for someone to watch a shower. <laughs> and he goes, I promise this mattered, but I decided that my rate would be $500 per viewing. Per shower. Per shower. Anyway, fast forward a couple of weeks. I'm at the gym, um, which is a nice part of San Francisco. Um, after I finish my workout, I'm about to get into the shower, naked, of course. And that's when I hear someone say, damn. I wish my body still looked like that. Oh, I look geez. over. It was this just like old man, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> so here he said, keep in mind I'm and then didn't say his age. He wrote redacted age. Let's just say old enough to drive. You get it. <laughs> and that's. No, we wouldn't have. <laughs> I know, which is why he this realized. This is getting complicated. He needs to send a follow up. But anyway, he goes, that's when I realized that my rate is a hell of a lot higher than 500. At least for now. Who the fuck does this kid think he is? (laughs) As far as the price for viewing? Yeah. I decided to just laugh off the comment and hop in the shower. When I get out, I walk over to my locker to get dressed. The old man is sitting near a locker adjacent to mine and exclaims, are you ditching school or something? (laughs) (laughs) I explain to him that I go to the local private school and we had a weird Monday off. He asked what I was planning on doing with the day off. I responded that I was going golfing later. He asked if I had ever played at uh, I'm not going to name one? the course. He says, I'm not going to name the course, but it's a private course with a six-figure membership fee. 
He goes, Olympic club. He goes, obviously, I had not played there. He says he can get me on. <laughs> now it seems like a bad idea. And that's where you guys come in. I already have a tea time with him booked for December. If you guys convince me that it's a bad idea, I can always cancel. Anyway, thanks for considering my situation. P.S. Francis, if you're ever in the Bay Area, I'm a Duke. I'm a Duke's Club member. Oh, so okay. I can get you on some of the Pebble Beach courses. For better. Oh, sick. Um, what a funny little situation. Wait, I do in. want that kid's info. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I want to see what his body's like. <laughs> this is five hundred dollars worth. I'm sending it to you. No. Um, um. Funny. Okay. So. Okay. I have a lot of thoughts. Lots to unpack here. We got a lot of so the shower we'll we'll attack both of these questions. So lots what, to what undress got? here. Lots to undress yeah. here. <laughs> um it's you know, it would it would it makes sense having heard the whole email now why he said five hundred dollars to sh- to be seen showering, this seventeen year old kid, and it's because clearly this kid ha- has a very wealthy family. Comes from money. Oh, so, but do you think that's why he, why he was... Dude, if you were 17 years old, when you were 17, and someone said to you, how much would you charge to be watched showering? What would you have said? I would have said a way higher number because I hadn't been through enough yet in my life to realize that, like, I don't mind being naked for some fucking dude stroking it. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> that is such funny logic. <laughs> It's the exact opposite of what I was expecting you to say. <laughs> that you had to learn how poor you were basically at that age to like actually know. You'd have to learn so much about like the darkness of life and like, you know, that you're that the adults aren't actually role models. Like there's so much learning to be done in order to be in a position where I'm willing to shower for people. But that's so funny because my thought would have been when I was 17, I was, you know, refing youth soccer games and pulling kayaks off the shelf in the summer, <laughs> making $12 an hour. Right. Take one shower that summer uh, I know. in front of someone who, you know, no pictures, like just don't jerk off while I'm in it or whatever. If you have to, like, I don't want to, whatever, hide behind a curtain or something. And I I feel like 200 bucks is more the range. That's what I would have valued myself at. At yeah, most, I, yeah. I wouldn't have known the market, and I would have, I would have said two hundred bucks. I would have just like not been able to look my parents in the eye after that. No, it's a very traumatic, right, brain bending yeah. ordeal. I would have known that going into it. Do you think you'd be more likely to agree to be watched showering now than you Fuck were at seventeen? Yes, I can be bought now, dude. I've made this very clear. I will do anything. So why did you why did you have such a strong stance when you were 17? Because I had this like unrealistic, idealistic, moral bullshit compass that somehow me showering for some creep made me worse or something or like it was weird or but I don't feel that way at all now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you something. Are you going to tell your kid like if anyone ever, you know, approaches you and offers you $500 to shower in front of them, take it? No, because uh, your window of opportunity will be because, sh- dude, I shut. I feel like their innocence will just evaporate yeah, the second they turn right. on that water, dude. We can't. <laughs> yeah, I want them to stay innocent as long as possible, my little ba- my little babies. You're right. We we have to protect the youth. <laughs> At the same time, seventeen is. I mean, what a bubble age. You know what I mean? I did. Uh, unfortunately, sticking with the sort of sudsy metaphors here, uh, puns. <laughs> 
uh it's sudsy yeah it's 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 the age where it's like you know you 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 really are old enough hopefully to make that decision without the naivete um that you know uh, you're almost like being preyed upon as much like i i feel like uh if you make that decision at 17 it's it's closer to being like an equally advantageous a mutually beneficial agreement right right i mean my advice for this kid though don't go golfing with this guy dude you don't think no fucking way. yeah i would have said the opposite you're naked and the guy's saying he wishes he looked like you this guy is a creep he's gonna start making fucking weird comments if you can handle it, maybe go for it. Like I could have certainly handled it in my mid twenties, and I did. Like I was in these situations where I sort of like gave people the benefit of the doubt, and then they ended up being creeps. Yeah, like a guy would come give me money, come to my shows, give me some money, and then he would end up sending me like this creepy fucking messages. You never shit. told me this. I kind of feel bad talking about it. <laughs> some of our other friends <laughs> who it's happened to have been much more outgoing about the specifics of it, and I've always kind of been like, "Wow, you're a cowboy for doing that." Why do you? Why do you? feel bad talking about it i just feel bad fucking airing the guy out in public dude but but don't say his name i know but so basically i don't know this dude used to come to my shows you give me money he would give us all money 100 bucks slip it in my back pocket hug me for a little too long too and then kind of make these grooming jokes like haha every guy's got his price and then i'd be like yeah Uh 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 and then he like felt comfortable enough sort of like propositioning me sometimes i wonder if when i was young these sorts of things happened to me and i just didn't even realize right right and now i don't remember no totally i wonder too i won't i don't know but that that you so, I mean, you were a comedian you so were dude, 20s in my 20s and then he started and then the way that the messages started coming off i started to feel like the money was being held over my head a little bit as if you owed him yes and of course, dude, it wasn't enough money for me to even consider but, uh, some shit like this that. Is, this is reflective of that same conversation we had about the sugar daddy I know, I know. dating thing where it's like we have now Im- become, you know, this this exchange of like goods for, I don't know, favors or access to you, whatever it is, right. is so much more current in this moment i know but this guy wanted to like do sexual shit dude and i wasn't down so like and and said that Uh, he was explicit not he wasn't like going into detail but he was saying the things he wanted to do and at that age did you still possess that moral compass that said you know i can't be bought for this or were you getting closer to i was getting nowhere near it and no offense to this guy but he would have had to pay significantly higher amounts of money by multiple massive multiples for me to what was the highest amount of money he offered you probably like like i don't know a few like a few hundred bucks thousand bucks that kind of shit and of course not of course the answer is and it was to do it was to have physical contact yeah that's not gonna fly not happen what about if you had what if if this guy had been you know the same had had said i want to watch you shower at that age and i'm willing to how offer much you a thousand dollars what would you have said because this was around the time that you were selling blood no this was later blood was, co- like blood was, blood was college is a lot less painful than the blood wouldn't hurt having blood taken but actually now that i know how much blood is in the human body it was actually a larger percentage of my blood than i had thought 
I just thought that there were like many more courts that there were in, than there were in fact. Dude, I take I take two showers a day for free. I mean, the amount of money no, I, I, I would do it for. I would definitely do it for money, hundred percent. But it, and it wouldn't even be a crazy amount, thousand bucks. I would consider it, but I would want it to be in a place where it was on my terms that this person wasn't putting cameras in there. Right, shit. right. Uh, yeah, you're not going to his place to shower. Right. We got to meet in a place where he can't manipulate the environment. Um, dude, did I ever tell you this story about a guy? This A guy I know who used to cater and like people kind of like offer him money to do shit. And he said yes to some of these things. Okay, this is funny. So this guy I know catered. Uh, he used to do cater, private cater. So he did it for some guy at his apartment. Catered the party, whatever. And the guy's like, I'll give you a thousand bucks if you show me your dick. At the end of the party. And my friend goes, okay. Shows him. And he's like, you're not even going to touch it? He's like, dude, we agreed. We had an agreement. And he goes, okay. And he goes in his room, brings someone. He's like, oh, you know, I actually can't. He's like, I only have like, you know, half. I only have like 500. And <laughs> the guy that I know grabs him by the shirt. He just goes, motherfucker. I'm never going to forget that I just did that for the rest of my life. <laughs> So we're going to walk to the fucking ATM right now and you're going to get the rest of the guy. And the guy goes, okay, okay, God. And just walks back to his room, finds the remaining money. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him, right? But it goes to show you better, you know, you better see, say the guy better have the money in hand, five, half up front, whatever. So, <laughs> okay, so this triggered a memory for me. But I, I don't even know if this, this is a, could be a total non, this could be a, a nothing story. but. One time I was in Tribeca, and I even think I know the street. I think it was on like Reed Street in Lower Manhattan. And I was walking down the block, and it was at night. It was late. And a guy uh, walked out of a bar, and he was drunk. But he was in a really nice suit. It was like an expensive, tailored suit. Young, youngish guy, probably like 35, uh, maybe maybe 40, but handsome. Mm -hmm. And he saw me and instantly like hurriedly pulled out a pack of cigarettes and like shoved one in his mouth and sort of like caught up to me. And and he, he, he had come out just as I was passing. So now we were okay. walking together mm -hmm. and he held out the cigarettes and was like, you want one? And I was like, no, no, I'm good. And he goes... Yeah, a guy like you with your body, you probably don't smoke, right? Mm, there, there you go. And I was like, okay, you know, no, uh, whatever. I, I get this now. I get what's happening. Yes. And and he goes, I think he said something like, what would it take to get you to come back to my apartment? Oh, right wow. Now? And I laughed and was like, no, I'm, I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested. Whatever. Um. But I remember thinking about it for a while after because I had the distinct impression that this guy had unbelievable amounts of money. Really? I don't know why, but I just had the distinct impression that like he could buy anything he wanted, including a night with a straight young man who right. was like, I, I think I was like 23 at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and I just have no idea. How much I thought about it for a while. Like, could I've gotten fifty G's out? Oh of wow! I have no idea. Right, right. But it would have been a full evening together. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, dude, that kind of price tag. Come on. 
Who knows? <laughs> the boyfriend experience. Yeah. The full sitch. Yeah. Um. But anyway, dude, my oh, advice to this young kid. Yes, exactly. Sounds like you. It sounds like you have adv- access to great golf courses already. Tell this fucking old creep to, to to take a hike. No, but I okay. That's fine. That's that's one piece of advice. It's reminding me of oh hey Krish, look at you like what's the Family Guy thing? <laughs> oh, what's your little what's your little lash? I don't know. It's like so <laughs> creepy, dude. It's like, <laughs> my my thought is definitely go play golf with him. <laughs> and maybe the difference in opinion here is because I'm I love golf and know how hard it is to get onto some of these courses. If it's Olympic Club or the San Francisco Golf Club, uh, I would I would take him up on it. Or you know, God forbid, it's like Cyprus or any of those down there. Um, but the other thought I have is is this: he's not gonna do anything weird at his golf club. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but he's gonna be a weirdo the entire fucking five hours. It's you guys a long are time. Holes but you've got if if this kid is smart. He has this guy wrapped around his finger and he should take advantage. Am I wrong? I think so. I just think like, why put yourself in that situation? You're because young nothing man. is weird until it's weird. I know, but dude, the dark, you don't, don't start, start hanging around in the, the shadows of society. This guy's trying to play the 19th hole. We all know it. Oh, <laughs> nice one, Julio. <laughs> All right. If I come off as an asshole because this kid's seventeen, I apologize. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe wait till he's eighteen, and then, and then, I, dude, I, I just don't know what to say. Like, I, I think it's all looking back, realizing, man, there were some opportunities yeah, yeah, to make yeah. money off creepy old men when I was younger uh, that I missed. But, um, you know, I, I think no harm in being, you know, in, in stringing this guy along. Just don't give in to anything. Don't shower at the club, you know? Uh, and if the guy gets frustrated and says, like, you know, I brought you out for this, you owe me, then then be like, I'm 17. I'm going to start yelling, you know, yeah. creep, creep, creep. Yeah. Like, you you have the fucking power. You could out this guy and wreck his life. As a 17-year-old, I would have never known that. And maybe hearing this from us, maybe that makes it helpful. But I would have always been like, this is the person in authority. like. I don't know how to handle the situation. He's right. He took me golfing. I owe him. This is weird. I can't tell my parents about it. It's just, a, it sounds like an absolutely terrible nightmare scenario yet, yet that you don't f- want to be yourself. The to be fact in. that he has emailed us about it means he's aware of his optionality. Right. He's aware of his position and he has some leverage. Yeah, maybe, dude. And but like a, for a round of golf, is it worth it? it I don't it, think it's so. so. Maybe he, you guys, since you love golf, it's different for it's you. It's so easy for us to say because we're just the peanut gallery. Right. But <laughs> I would be curious to see how, what, like, what you can get. Yeah. And that's just me as a secondary observer wanting to, this kid to come back next week and be like, you know, he flew me on a jet to Augusta <laughs> and we ate in the members locker room and played golf with Ernie Els. And like, now I've got a new set of Miuras, like <laughs> they're super PXGs, like super expensive irons. I don't know. I don't know. That, that, that's, that's my thought. And then you start thinking like, well, maybe he'll throw us a couple sand wedges or something yeah, <laughs> like is. a nice new Scotty, yeah. Scotty Cameron circle T. Uh, Send us some clubs. Tour certified putter. Okay. Anyway, that's that. That's that. Thank you to everybody closed. who came to the live show <laughs> last night. Yeah. Um, 
What a wild ride. We won't lie. We pre-recorded this episode, so we will give a, a, a further breakdown uh, of that experience after. But uh, we expect that it will have gone extremely well. Yes, we're looking forward to it. Yeah. I like You look like a colonel now, yeah, dude, with the way you're wearing the hat. A 10 hut. Hey, look. Um, at gmail.com at oopsapodcast. Send us your thoughts. Uh, looking forward to having another big year. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy this lovely month. And we will talk to you soon.